into some stuff. But I, I want to share something. I got to get you guys' information on, on this and your mindset, your thought. But have you seen the Wendy's commercial that they're, 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 they're doing breakfast now? So in case you don't know, I like to eat. It's no secret. I, I like to eat. So <laughs> with that being said, when I see, Lanisha says, I'm always, uh, I'm caught with, with marketing. And it's true. It's true. So I seen it and I'm like, all right, well, what, what, what's the deal? What am I, what, what, do I want to try this? Do I not want to try this? Like, what, what do I want to do? So last night we're laying in bed. You were, um, tired from preaching all weekend. And so you were, uh, breathing heavenly and, and you know, so it, it was, <laughs> And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, like, they're really throwing an egg on, um, you know, on their burger. So, I can't believe it. So, I, I just want to know, like, I think it's a joke. are you going to go ahead and try that that burger? Like, I'm not sure I want a bur- an egg on my... On my on my on, on my burger, but but I don't know. You know, you you, you don't. Do you want an egg on your no. burger? No, you should know. You know, I'm not no. Okay, and they're making a frosty, like a frappa frosty or something. I I don't know what the term is, but I'm not. I mean, if that's your thing, that's cool. But that was one thing that kind of didn't get me. But y'all, let me know what y'all think. Uh, we can go from there. All right. But we want to get on a serious tip because y'all want to hear that. You're going to hear some things about media as well as just just food because I like to eat. By the way, <laughs> if you make some amazing oxtail, by the way, please DM us in boxes. <laughs> let us know. I know some things, uh, you know. <laughs> All right, let's, let's get it going. So what are we talking about, huh? Today we're talking about how to trust again after how to- trust has been broken. Okay. How to trust again? Well, yeah. well, I guess you give them a little bit of background. We minister to a lot of uh, a lot of people, but yeah, more so. So we get a lot of questions um, from couples who, well, usually it's one spouse that we'll hear from, mm-hmm. but oftentimes, in one in particular case, um, a wife was just really struggling. She has been married for several years now, and she's just been really struggling with the fact that she found out her husband had an affair. Okay. But she really wants to stay in her marriage. She really loves her husband. Like, okay. they've built a life together. They have children, you okay. know, all of the above. And she's heartbroken. She's devastated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's like, but I'm not ready to just throw all that out the window because he made this horrible choice. Okay. Um, but the question that she's had and many, many others have had is, how do I trust them again? How do I get back into this thing, fight for my marriage with this thought in my mind that this could possibly happen again? Okay. Like it's that fear of, am I setting myself up for failure? Am I setting myself up to be hurt again mm-hmm. by giving him another chance? Okay. Well, you said, how do you trust again? Um, before we go to how you can trust again, like, is it possible to trust? Cause that's somebody I see you. I feel you right here. <laughs> Um, and, and now let me stop playing. No, seriously. Um, yes, we believe you can trust again, mm-hmm. but, uh, and I was in Proverbs 16, chapter 16, verse three, and it's talking about committing your works to the Lord. So I think even before we get to the area of how can you trust, we, we got to talk about commitment. Yeah. Um, I think because it's so hard for specifically cases dealing with infidelity to trust again, mm-hmm. because 
you know, somebody's, you know, at a place where, look, I just, you know, I'm sorry, so forth, so forth. And you're like, all right, I hear your lip service, yeah. but I actually want you to show me. Yeah. And so there's an area of commitment. And so with our, our roadmap to restoration and our marriage restoration system, when we do coaching, first thing we want to deal with after we come out of the pre-phase is recommitment. Yeah. And when I was studying today, it hit me that when you, when the Bible talks about uh, to commit your works to the Lord, commitment or committing the word actually means to roll. Hmm. And so you think of like a ball. And so when you're rolling it, you're committing your, 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 your works to the Lord. You're committing your, your marriage to the Lord. You're committing this situation to the Lord. You're rolling it to, to the Lord. Hmm. And when you're rolling it, it hit me that that is a continual thing. Cause as if you think of a ball, it's continuing to roll. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's continuing to roll. It's a repetitive thing. It's a constant thing mm -hmm. to roll that thing over to Lord, to the Lord. And, and it means that I don't, I don't have it. I'm giving it, I'm rolling it over to him. Yeah. So when I'm looking at the area of commitment, like it's an area where you as husband and you as wife have to roll that care roll that commit that to God like you have to be willing to do that so when you have a husband and a wife who are both rolling right mm -hmm. or committing to to the Lord it's easier to come into that area of trust does that make sense so it's ongoing it's ongoing it's like something you have to do basically every day like a choice you have to make yes to keep going yes yes absolutely does that make sense to you guys let us know if that makes sense if, if, if you got an amen, if it hit your spirit, man, y'all see I'm churchy, right? But I'm, I'm practical, I'm churchy, prophetic, coach, whatever you want to say. But we, we just keep it real, right? So what, what else you got going on, baby? Yeah, I mean, I, I hear that. And, I, you know, you're supposed to stay committed and you have to make that daily choice. But, but how do you get past that? How do you make that initial step? Like, when I'm, I'm go from discovery... Okay. Right. Discovering mm -hmm. that, you know, I've been betrayed in my marriage mm -hmm. to now making the commitment to go forward. Okay. Like, how do I make that commitment? How do I go from knowing now to, OK, I'm all in and I'm ready to to, to move forward and, and work on this and make this work? What is I mean, what does that look like? What does it look like to. Give it. Give me one more time. So, if I'm just discovering that I've, I've, my spouse has cheated on me, or it might not even always be infidelity, but it could just be a, a betrayal mm -hmm. of trust. Mm -hmm. um, how do I go from discovering to making the choice to recommit to this marriage, knowing that I, knowing that I. I'm afraid that I'm going to get hurt again. So I'm going to make a comment and then I'm going to give it to you to help elaborate because you, 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 I see that, see what you did there. Like a decision has to be made. Mm -hmm. So when you get into the how, like, like how, like, like, how do you decide? Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, you know, how do you decide? Can I ask you that? How do you make a decision? How do you decide? Well, I think it's important to pray. Okay. Um, I think it's also important that you seek wisdom, mm -hmm. seek the scriptures mm -hmm. to find out, you know, is this decision that I'm about to make, is it supported in scripture? Mm -hmm. um, but you have to, I guess is there, there needs to be some sort of peace about the decision you're making. Mm -hmm. Okay. So using that, 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 to help her answer the question that she already, that she just asked me, 
it comes to the area of deciding from our biblical conviction if one specifically dealing with infidelity like we've said if you if you are if you wanted to 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 divorce or leave the marriage like you've had that right but as you wanted to stay committed to the process if you've made that decision that I'm going to stick and stay then if you're making that decision it's it's wisdom it's wise to seek counsel yeah and make as you make that decision. It's not doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard, right. but you just got to commit to your decisions. It goes back to my point of committing, mm-hmm. rolling. You have to continue to roll. So if I'm committing to the marriage and the stages and whatever the process, and I have to make that decision, being at peace at at, at getting to the point of being at peace yeah. with my decision, and not not operating off of my feeling, mm-hmm. because being at that place where. I've been betrayed, I've been hurt, I've been dealing with these things. Like, again, you can go back and forth depending on who you talk to, depending on these situations. You're like, look, I'm done today. Mm-hmm. But if, you're, if you've heard from Holy Spirit, if you've heard from God, if you've prayed, if you've done what you said, and you're at that place like, I know this is what God wants me to do, you've made that decision. I would say stand on God's word and stand on, on getting a system in place and moving forward from that area. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the trusting and going back and forth and rebuilding, I don't think you need to do that by yourself. That's a dangerous point in place. Mm-hmm. That's when you need to seek. The Bible talks about how you have a multitude of counselors to bring safety or success, depending on your translation that you're dealing with. So that's when a system needs to be put into place as we're going through those hurt. Because look, left to your own self, left to my own self, I'm going to mess up every time. Yeah. I think the difference is when you have coaching or pastors or whatever you have, or you choose counseling or whatever, um, you have a system in place, but you also have accountability. Yeah, that's huge. And that helps you during that roadmap. You know, our clients talk about that as well. You know, looking at the area of it's a blessing to have, you know, you guys to walk us through the area. Mm-hmm. Because let's not think, let's not kid ourselves. Like your enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. So he's going to want to jack you up, going to want to take you back to your your pain place, your sin place, whatever the case may be. But you got to be like, look, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to be naked. Like in Genesis, talk about naked and unashamed pertaining to these situations and move forward. Yeah. I mean, and not even just putting it in a practical sense, like going to the gym. I know I need to go to the gym. I know I need to work out. I know it's important for my health. It's important for, you know, my physical. It's important for my mental stability, all of that. Um, But it's hard, right? It's hard to make the time. It's hard to get yourself motivated. Um, it doesn't feel good. If you're like me, I can't stand running, but I know I need that cardio. Mm-hmm. So when I get there, it's like I have to push myself through the process. And I'll do it for a while on my own. Yeah. But every time I've done it on my own, I always quit. Yeah, that's good. Like uh, if I'm going by myself, if it's left up to me to make the time, put it on my schedule, do something with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, get there, all of that, eventually something else is going to come up that feels better, Yeah. right? Something else is more comfortable. Something else is more appealing. And the truth of the matter is I don't want to go through the pain yeah. of yeah. the exercise, yeah. right? Because especially if I haven't been used to doing this, if this isn't normal for me mm-hmm. and right, being in a relationship and you just finding out you're, you've been betrayed, that's not normal, right? So it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it's painful. And so at moments, you might be like, all right, I got this. And then other moments, you're like, mm, I don't really feel like it. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling this today. 
you know what, I'm frustrated right now. And you know what, that this pain is just too much for me right now. Yeah. I think I'm going to just let this go. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to walk away. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's that same mindset. It, it doesn't matter like what situation we're talking about. Accountability is always important when you're trying to make, when you're trying to progress, when you're trying to move forward, you're trying to rebuild something, um, having someone or some people in your corner that are making sure that you're doing, you're, you're sticking to your commitment. You're continuing to make that decision. Like you said, every day to keep going, to, to choose to trust. Yeah. 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 It's choosing to trust. And, and I want to encourage you who are watching right now, you know, maybe you are, or have been facing, you know, that betrayal. Maybe it's not just infidelity, but that place of betrayal. And you're just like, look, I do want to trust. Um, and I want to encourage you that you can trust, but you and your spouse have to make a commitment, both uh, being subject to the Holy Spirit, some coaching, um, the word of God, and get a system in place and, and make yourself accountable, you know, and, you know, the sleepless nights, the worries, not all the other stuff that's trying to be the, the, you know, all the fear, like you're saying, with with everything going around with the coronavirus and everything else, like mm-hmm. the fear that's being based. Like, yeah. you know, it's funny because God can sometimes set you up. I'm not saying this is God pertaining to that, but I am saying how, you know, you, you now you can't work and you can't shop. You can't do, you know, me. I can't hit the gym like I want to. Like, you know, we in the house a lot more mm-hmm. than we would normally be. It's like, mm, like, how are we going to handle this situation? Like. Can can you know? Can God take this situation and work it for 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 the good of your relationship? And I want to encourage you, like, to have that prayer. Like, all right, maybe we're going to spend a little bit more time. Like, are we going to be in total separate, you know, areas of the house? Like, how are we going to operate in this area? Like, this is a perfect time for you to be like, look, like today marks change. Like, with everything going on, like, let's be committed. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Let our yay be yay and our nay be nay. Let's be like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. Yeah. And we're going to get things in place. And we realize that no, none of us um, are, are perfect. You know, I can remember in our own relationship, you know, dealing with trust factors and sharing things and, and going from this point in place and, 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 and just realizing like, okay, like even in a healthy relationship, you can hurt one another. Right. Tr- trust can be you know, uh, 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 broken, you know, in, in a healthy relationship. Right. But you still have to make the decision. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got to go to love and not, you know, you know, thriving in love, you know, I got to go, go to the love, <laughs> but love is not agape. Love is not predicated upon your feeling. Yeah. It's the choice. Mm-hmm. Like you have the choice. God did not create robots. Yeah. Like I have to choose to serve. I got to choose to, to love, I got to choose. And what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 talks about, how love is patient, kind, not jealous, not self-seeking, not easily angered. And look, you might be the one to say, look, I'm the betrayed spouse. I'm the one that, you know, has has been going through these things. You know, I'm, I'm dealing with this thing. And, and you might have a, a, a right, so to speak. You know, we're not condoning the infidelity and anything else. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with that situation, you got to be careful that your heart does not get hardened and that you don't hold, you know, uh, 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 all types of, you know, um, animosity and rage that you have to filter that thing through and allow God to massage your heart and your mind at that particular time. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. And it's that choice when we're making that choice. Oftentimes when we have to make a hard decision, you have to look at the whole picture, right? You can't just look at that, that moment in time. You have to look at the whole picture and, and decide what is best 
overall for this overall picture especially if you have children involved right you have um other people some people are involved in ministry right yeah. that are going through this some people have businesses that they're running together and think thinking about all of that and and we're not saying and again we we um i think we need to stress when we're talking about talking to couples who, who are making this decision to work on their marriage after infidelity we're not talking about uh, serial infidelity. We're not talking about constant cheating. Um, this is repetitive. This is this is the nature of the person that they're always constantly doing this over and over and over again, right? We're not talking about an abusive situation. Those those are those situations. Although God can do anything, we're not saying you need to stay in your marriage because right. that's not. We're not saying that. Right. Everyone has their choice. Yeah. Everyone has the say right. that again. The choice. They have a choice. Yeah, but we won't put that out there. <laughs> We're not forcing the issue that every marriage must stay together even after infidelity. No. The Bible clearly, you know, makes it that extends grace in those situations where yeah. God is like, I'm not going to hold you for stay for for um I'm not going to make you stay in a situation that is not good or healthy for you. Is mm -hmm. that always the ideal solution? No, mm -hmm. and that's where we come in. That's where we're like. Some couples are like, no, you know what? We really got off track. We know we, this is messed up. We right. know that, you know, the person who, who was the infidel, like, I know I messed up. This is bad. But at the end of the day, we know that there's greater purpose for us uh, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's who that's who we're talking to. Woo. Those people Woo. who know that there's greater purpose, who, who can see the Shit. bigger picture, mm -hmm. right? You can see the bigger picture. You know that there's more for you. You know that being together is going to be... A part of breaking generational curses. It's going to be. It's going to impact those around you. Your circle of influence, right? Yeah. There's a lot more riding on you two being together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, if you're able to look at that, that's where your trust lies. Yeah. Knowing that God has purpose for you two together, that's yeah. where you can put your trust in God. Yeah. And and knowing that, yeah, this person's going to hurt me. I know that you're going to hurt me. I'm going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And we don't do it intentionally, but as we have to then make that decision. Okay, acknowledge it, mm -hmm. correct it, and move forward. Yeah. And so that's the same thing we're talking um, on a much larger scale when it comes to infidelity, but it's still the same principle. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. we, ha we have to make a choice um, each day, whether we're going to love, we're going to forgive we're going to have grace all of that is is all about making a decision absolutely i just want to hit the area of purpose and then we're gonna let you guys go because we can talk and we can, like we said if, if case you're just uh chiming in jumping in uh we're gonna go live um at least monday through friday mm -hmm. and we'll say every day this week we're gonna we're gonna go from there but i want to speak to you as far as purpose uh it amazes us to this day when we sit down with couples and we ask the question why do you believe that god has put you together like, what is the purpose? Like, if you've never been asked that question, take the opportunity now. Look, even in the pain place, your pain point, and ask God, why did you? If he did, okay? That's another thing, because maybe, maybe he didn't. Maybe you did this. <laughs> but if you believe that he put you together, get that reason, because we heard Jimmy Evans say, you know, the reason that God put you together has to be stronger than any obstacle, because that points back to the area of commitment and trust and going back saying, look, like, I'm committing uh, I'm rolling my care over because, God, I know you gave us purpose. Mm -hmm. And along the way, we allow the adversary to get in. We allow type of, you know, decisions yeah. to take place. And that got us off track. Yeah. But now 
that we're both realizing this. We're both fully committed to this process. Now we see what God is doing. And then you begin to pray prayers like, God, show me what the enemy doesn't want me to see. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to just massage uh, the heart and mind of God and just press in and allow God to minister to you and help you get to that place and have some practical strategies in place, right? Putting those boundaries up, making sure you know what your inner circle is about, who's in your inner circle, right? Mm -hmm. Who you're uh, spending your time around, how you get to self-development. <clears throat> if you were the one that walked out or have uh, had um, what do we call the other uh, the inf infidel mm -hmm. and you've walked out then mate you need to put some boundaries and some accountability and accountability in place you know there needs to uh, take off the, the the privacy screens of the cell phone and the, and the uh <laughs> what else be going on that the passwords and all the other yeah. stuff like all secrecy that has to go out the door if we're going to rebuild this thing right. we got to do this thing right yeah. And be humble so that God can restore your household, your marriage, your land, right? And lastly, I want to hear, think about the babies, right? Mm -hmm. That's the other thing that hits me. Like, I love you. I'm committed to you. I'm not perfect. You know my faults. I make them public and we share them. But it hits me about the children as well. I don't want to be at a point in place to put myself in a position outside of our commitment and commitment to God for some other man to come in and raise my boys. Mm. Like, it just hits me in a different area and a different level. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Like we, I think we got to think about this whole picture and why your adversary will want to destroy this union, your generations, to break up that household, so forth and so on, and keep going. And it, and and if anything else, your namesake, right? Yeah. Your character, the development. Again, we ain't talking about you being perfect, but you having the accountability, the people set up yeah. so that you can excel, not because of how strong you are, but because of how wise you are. Hmm. And wisdom is going to go ahead and help you to get to that point in that place. I just really, we're, we're glad that you guys are, are tuning in. And I just want to say, I wanted to add this in because when I was, you know, talking and speaking of who we are talking to and who we're not talking to, mm -hmm. um, it's a whole different ball ballgame um, when we're talking about people who are, are um, not in marriage yet. Like I've gotten messages from people online and they're like, well, I'm with my boyfriend and I found out he's cheating on me, but we want to get married and what should I do? And I'm like, well, pump the brakes for a moment because that's that that takes you to a whole nother level of God revealing some things that you might need to avoid. So be very prayerful and be very careful in situations like that, right? Because we're, we're talking about once you've entered a covenant, yeah. once you've gotten, un you've stood before the Lord, you stood before a minister or whomever, and you've made these vows. And that's who we're talking about when you're dating. And I'm not saying that, you know, it can't work out, but just be very careful. Like, is that the way you want to start a relationship? Yeah. Um, so just keeping all of that in mind. And we know that this message is kind of difficult sometimes. It's, it's not the easiest to talk about. Um, but we feel it's very necessary because a lot of people aren't talking about it. A lot of people are suffering mm -hmm. in silence. They're not sharing what's going on because they're embarrassed. They're ashamed, yeah. um, whatever the case might be. But you might know someone who's going through this and they really don't know where to turn. You know, share our page with them. Share our ministry with them yeah. um, to give it, at least give them some encouragement to know that there is hope that we are seeing couples being restored from infidelity. We are seeing couples being restored from torn down and broken communication yeah. right there there's all different levels of of where people are struggling in their relationships right now and we want everyone to know that there is hope that it doesn't this doesn't have to be the end this isn't the way it has to end uh you can email us thrivingandlove at gmail.com uh hit us up 
because we would love to get on a restoration strategy call with you to see if we have some. Well, I know we have something, <laughs> but to see um, how we can move forward uh, and help you walk with you as far as accountability and a system that is proven and that works to help you get your marriage restored. All right. So we're out of here, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you again. Spread the word. Hit that button. Leave some comments. We appreciate you. Um, God can use you and he can use this story. Yeah. Um, to be a blessing to someone else. So we're, we're definitely here for you guys. Um, and we hope that you'll tune in again throughout the week, share it with someone, um, and let us know, you know, in the comments below, let us know how we can be praying for you. Absolutely. We're, uh, we're going to let you guys go. But before we do, I want to make it specifically clear. If you are a husband and wife and you're saying, look, we're hearing you, we receive what you're saying. Um, and we're at that point in place where we want to restore this marriage.